Last time on the Reroll Podcast, Stoddard turns from Brambleton with some bad news. I had to leave Louis. I had no choices. Tensions increase as the party begins questioning each other's true motivations. I saw you walking Groth into that tent. Why are you accusing me? I don't know where the hell you were. You've been this whole time. And as always, the wee last shadow is left to be the voice of reason. We have a friend in danger. We shouldn't be arguing. Groth looks to our allies, old and new, for some much-needed help. Kella, there's one person we need dead. He's clearly got us unmatched. We need an edge. I think I may be able to help. And a meeting is called. If we're going to get Louis back, we need to do it soon. Okay. So what's the plan? Can the party get back on their feet in time to save their friend? Or will Louis be lost to the clutches of the Empire like so many before him? Let's find out. Welcome back to the Reroll Podcast. As with every single icebreaker that I bring to you guys, it is under a faint disguise of its self-narcissism as I really truly just want to share my answer to the question. But today's question, what musical number, and this could be a song, this could be a, uh, like a orchestral performance or a soundtrack or whatever but what do you think musically what would you consider a masterpiece that's kind of tough because music is definitely subjective yeah i'm certain anybody who listens to this will tear (laughs) you apart partially with all of our opinions disembowel you i mean i was just talking at work earlier today about how amazing the fucking Hercules soundtrack is the Disney movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is very yeah, good. That shit slaps. And it's really difficult because like every time that you try to stream it, especially if you're using like, you know, Google Voice Assistant or something, it always plays the fucking Michael Bolton version and not the like actual movie version. And that shit drives me nuts. I love Michael Bolton, but interesting. Yeah. There's plenty of soundtracks and stuff that I like. I couldn't like single out that I like. I'm like that one. So I guess I'll just say uh, Dr. Horrible's sing along blog is like once <laughs> a year for me. And I like will sing along to all the songs and it's really fun. And I love those are, Patrick cares. Those yeah. are on my and playlist that I listen to. all. Really? The time. I love that. It's so good. I'd have to say for, well, can mine, can mine not be like a soundtrack? No, it can't be. It can be literally anything. Um, So there's a band I listen to. I totally nerd out on called Starset. And if you listen like to their all of their albums from the start of the first one to the end of the most recent one, it plays out like this just super convoluted and complicated movie Um, like in purely audio uh, in between their songs and also in the lyrics of their songs and stuff. And I just... Dustin Bates is one of the most genius music writers that I've ever heard of. And just like audio engineers, I guess, in general. So, and yeah, also so it'll make you want to kill it. your parents. <laughs> yeah. It sounds <laughs> like a backwards. 
<laughs> sounds like a very like Brendan thing. It's like star set. Sounds like because you're into space and like it just sounds like very you. Brendan, did you, oh, they are. Did you very make sci-fi. this soundtrack? Really? <laughs> yes. Is this your no. album? No. You can tell us. We're all friends here. <laughs> no idea what you're Brendan, talking about. I want my the lawyer. Money that you've been making <laughs> off of this. Please. Yeah. Our yeah. Where is starving. it? Our podcast is starving. Wait, should they have been paying me money? Your children? Or dogs? Yeah, they gotta pay child support. (laughs) (laughs) I know there's some, like, really good songs that I'm blanking on. I feel like there's a... I mean, Star Wars has some really good songs that are orchestral. I also... I I, I do want to, like, make a point of this doesn't have to be the greatest thing ever made. Just what do you consider to be a masterpiece? Well, that's the thing is like, I don't really consider what I listen to as masterpieces. <laughs> uh, but Latara's like, every song Latara's ever heard, she's like, nah, <laughs> I could do better. I just Actually, know that anyone who tells you, who <laughs> listens to my music will be like, you don't have refined tastes with music or whatever. Wait but till we get to mine. It's going to be the worst. I promise. First thing that comes that, to mind Christy. right now that I can think of is the Under Pressure song on Encanto. Oh, that's a good Encanto that was, was a good song, the yeah. whole soundtrack was so fucking good. Oh yeah, that movie was the tits. Love that mm-hmm. shit. I didn't see any tits in Encanto. <laughs> well You weren't looking hard enough. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Uncut. Uh, squint your eyes a little bit. Try to look at the ceiling. The NC seventeen Encanto cut. <laughs> Release it, damn it. <laughs> I know it exists. Okay, I have like a something that's different than all of yours, and I don't really, I don't know. It's more about the vibes, less about the actual music. I think some of it's music, but anyway, as a former um, jazz choir member from my high school, one of Here my favorite go. things ever to do <laughs> was go to jazz festivals. And so we lived in um, closer to the Tacoma area. We would travel up to Bremerton and go to this, I believe it was a college, and there would be so many different levels of people singing there, and we could go, I think we all had to go as a group, but we would go watch a series of different people sing, and like honestly, from the worst people to the best people, it was just such an experience. I mean, it was always, you never know who was going to come up on stage next, you probably would never see those people again because they were young people, Um, and a lot of them just blew that shit right out of the water. It was insane. Like... And for, you know, my young self listening to that, it was just really eye-opening. I was like, holy shit, people actually go on into college and do this stuff. That's insane. (laughs) Um, But I I really couldn't even pinpoint any single song that I heard there. I just know that it was, like, one of my favorite experiences to have, like, done. Even up to, like, this point in my life, it was insane. Uh, Because it was, like... I don't know, it was like going to a fancy concert. You're not like in a mosh pit or anything, but you do get to hear all these like voices harmonizing together. And um, I don't know, when it's like a group of people that are like completely unedited, it's such a different experience. Like if you fuck up, you fuck up, but you kind of just got to own it and keep going. So that's mine. This makes it better, in my opinion. Like the the human (laughs) element to it. Well, and, and jazz is a really like amazing platform for kind of like showcasing that because it's i mean for uh, in a lot of ways jazz is very like you know improv based absolutely it is so much improv like we never did a lot of like the scatting but 
we did hear a lot of it at the jazz festivals and like it was was interesting Uh, we didn't do a lot of the people actually really did (laughs) really really well it is that that word really has been ruined (laughs) like (laughs) Uh, there's a song i've been listening to recently that's kind of jazzy that i like by i think his name's john batiste i need you it's really good Hmm. i mean one of my favorite like uh show intro songs is uh that cowboy bebop number oh yeah mm-hmm. it's like my tank or whatever that band yeah. is like that shit that like i will really never skip that it's just so fucking catchy yeah i have a lot of favorite like older jazz songs um one of them that i really like though is called east of the sun west of the moon um i almost sang it for my senior project but i did not because i pussied out but it's a really good one and uh we only had a short part of it but it's nice that's cool that was a really cool answer because it was very different and like yeah that's cool good answer good answer now let's hear nerdy tan's answer that he started this all for let's rip the veil away and let the narcissism show i don't know anyway in this world that i created this immaculate <laughs> world with all these characters that i alone control i am god they here. actually have a jazz festival too and it's way better than octavia's <laughs> <laughs> this is this is an answer i didn't expect to have to this but and i don't like i don't really like this artist any of their other music um but bad out of hell by meatloaf <laughs> is just a <laughs> absolute masterpiece to me why do i feel like we've talked about this i before? because i will talk to anybody about this that i possibly I prob- it was probably his one who was in that phase i was like please help me <laughs> he won't oh stop listening God. to it like, and it's I like 10 minutes song. long yeah, when, but I when we all playing lived- it during uh foosball and yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Almost yeah. blackout drunk, and you when, just kept replaying. It was good. <laughs> when we all lived through like in uh, together with the foosball era of our lives, everybody would rotate doing a sc- song, and I'd skip about three because like bad out of hell's fifteen minutes, and then it'd come back around, and it's usually like you know mid game to end game, and I'm like put on bad out of hell, and you guys are all <laughs> bored as shit for fifteen minutes, and I'm like. <laughs> Your Discord just cut. Yeah, it's like we're dead. It's like, no, like that's not, no, that no. can't be coming out of a human mouth. Let's just get that out of there. You have to listen to the episode. I'm surprised you didn't say country roads. I, I, that was the red herring for today. I'm surprised you didn't say Fergie. <laughs> Fergalicious for definition. Make them boys go crazy. Don't get me started. All right. I don't know. Speaking of things that go on way too long and aren't nearly as entertaining as we probably think they are, let's get back to our D&D podcast. I was going to say, speaking of masterpieces, but yeah. <laughs> I took it in a different direction. <laughs> this way. We open up on a cramped scene. Drip, drip, drip. A red puddle pools under the face of a middle-aged dwarf. Spit mixes with blood, turning this liquid viscous as it leaks from his nose and mouth. He is no stranger to pain, but this is unlike anything he has ever felt. His head hangs down as far as it can, with the metal collar pulling taut against the chain that is attached to the wall of this otherwise aristocratic room. The dwarf chuckles slightly to himself. as he finds himself admiring the craftsmanship of his prison. Good, you are conscious enough for humor. 
the Inquisitor says, I assume you are present enough to answer my questions. So, Lewis Hamilton, formerly of House Stonebeard, where is the Blackreach Resistance based? Louis, under unfathomable strain, mutters out, I don't know. I know dwarves to be foolhardy, but you must realize by now I can discern your lies. So tell me truthfully, the Inquisitor demands with a booming voice as Louis's head jolts upward, clanking on their sh- his restraints and further bruising his neck. He grits his teeth with incredible resistance, causing his front incisor to crack audibly. A noble effort, but a futile one. The Inquisitor swings his bronze spear and levels it towards the dwarf. You are the only one who can end your suffering. He slowly moves forward as the spear jabs into the shoulder of Louis and a bit of blood splurts out. But this purplish rot jolts through his body like a bolt of electricity, outlining his veins and turning his skin almost translucent. You will break before you die. And we fade out as the dwarf known as Louis passes out again and fade into the alchemy lab. Doors are shut as Flint Oakenfist, Bo Cantrell, Groth, Large Penis. <laughs> it's actually a huge dick. Groth Honkendong. Groth Honkendong. <laughs> Starlit Moonbow. And Shadow... Honkendong. Honkendong. That's related. Come from it's along lines of Honkendongs. <laughs> <laughs> they, co- uh. they are accompanied by Olivia, Donovan, as well as Kella. Just to paint this scene a little bit, we have this L-shaped counter that takes up most of this room that divides the sort of a, a laboratory area from the broken floor that has been overgrown and slowly chipped away at where you guys fought the shambling mound so long ago. Kella's furiously flipping through and annotating pages, looking for some sort of solution in her mother's notes. Donovan sits with his one arm sort of holding himself against the counter, his spear resting between his other, where his arm is severed, the shoulder and his neck, and Olivia pacing wildly, looking around frantically. What are you guys doing? Um, Uh, Flint's sitting quietly, smoking the Milgar, just kind of like pondering what he thinks our next move should probably be. But he's keeping quiet. Shadow's looking through the uh, lab supplies and seeing if there's anything interesting while keeping an ear on the conversation. And you can see Kella, eyes glued to the notebook, intermittently saying, 
Don't touch that. <laughs> Definitely don't touch that. This? Yeah, don't touch that. Put that back. Um, how long do we have still? I think I asked, or somebody asked this last session, but how long do we have until uh, Leafy Butt and Stinky Hitter back? Like at least a week, I think. Like a, is a little a maybe days. a little less than a week. Could be yeah. a few days. If you're very lucky, two days. If you're unlucky, a week. I guess. I don't know. Can I roll like a? I guess maybe a history, or I don't know if religion would really be the right thing. But essentially, I just I kind of want to muster up what I know about inquisitors. If there's anything that. I might have seen in my travels that could help us. I, I think we I think might we have done this. Sort of, I think we did like, this. In fact, I remember specifically that you had heard of a pirate crew that was boarded by an inquisitor, and it was one of the most fearsome, ruthless, notorious pirate crews around and active. And they were boarded by a single inquisitor, and at the end of it, nobody. They essentially bit, vanished, and. The ones that may have resurfaced in the Pirate City of Elm later had nothing to say. And just it, the rumor was that this creature could discern any lies told to it and always knew the truth and was immensely powerful. How much of that is legend and how much of that is reality? You're not entirely sure. Okay. Um, I guess what I'm going to do then is go walk over to Flint and sit down next to him um, and Star will say well it seems that if we try to face the Inquisitor head on we're fucked and if we if we don't do anything about the Black Reach soldiers we're also fucked so do you think that Perhaps we could try to pit the Black Ridge soldiers, soldiers against the Inquisitor, because, I mean, they don't have to be doing it for us. They could be doing it for themselves. I just don't know how we could do that, what leverage we could gain. It, it just may, it might help us. I know that most of those soldiers are terrified of him. Perhaps there's a way to spin that to our favor. All right. Well, if you need anything, let me know. I'm just going to keep well, trying to work this out in my head. I was a bit out of sorts when when Shadow dragged me out of there. Like, what do you remember? How could you tell roughly how many how many soldiers there even were? How many people are even left in the town at this point? I mean, at this point, that's anyone's guess. Um, I know that Yelena was taken away. Pretty immediately, I don't believe that the Inquisitor trusted her. As far as guards, I mean, there could have been as many as 10 or 15 at least just in the town square. But I... There was still a good amount of people there, but if they don't get any food, which I know... We need to figure out how to get those good berries into them and fast, because if they start eating that food that Bo told us was not good for them that would kill them <laughs> there's gonna be nothing left to protect there we uh kind of 
talked Jurgen into looking into um, seeing if he could get some forest friends to like dig a tunnel, right? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah. I believe it was Jurgen offered to have sort of rodents fairy food for you guys. Right. Okay, cool. Um, just a little recap. Jurgen also offered to ask Inara for massage. some... A back massage. Ask uh, Inara <laughs> for some rare uh, alchemical ingredients as well as um, something else that I forgot. Um, would Shadow have gotten an idea of numbers when she was hunting Flint for hours? Uh, give me a give me a perception check, sort of post post perception check. It's a four. <laughs> At least uh, several. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, one less though, be, or two less, because then those other two guards like accidentally set themselves on fire and burned to death or something. That is true, but that I think that was like yeah. a day before or something. I that left. was a day before, and also. Uh, that having those guys against you might have been a bonus, so you you lost an asset. <laughs> um, so just spending time around the soldiers, do I get the impression that like there was a, a significant measure of respect that they had for Yelena, or was she just kind of their boss? Give me an insight. First roll on these new sweet ass metal dice. Nice. Oh, yes. Um, nice. Uh, I have a minus one to say 13. <laughs> they seem to respect her authority. She was known to be harsh but fair. Um, not necessarily a well-liked leader, but not one that had a lot of, or not one that garnered a lot of, um, resistance. Well, Star, did you, when they took her away, did you get the impression that, was there, was it kind of like, was there some discord that was brought about because of that? Or do you think that all the soldiers were pretty complacent in letting that happen? I'm just wondering if that's an angle we could play. Well, from what I directly remember, there, <laughs> everyone was too scared to say or do anything. I if there right. was anyone who was in disagreement, they had no intentions of showing that out, not immediately anyway. I would assume that perhaps the people she worked with most closely, maybe people that would have gotten a cut of whatever she had her hand in, would be the ones we'd want to look at or stalk, in a sense. Um, on that front, I may be able to, if I can get close enough to the town and perhaps persuade an animal to help me listen in on a couple conversations, we may be able to learn more. I'm just wondering if we need to create some kind of distraction, that might be a good place to start. Busting her out. I mean, we could even... I mean, did any of the soldiers there really strike you as smart? I mean... They more seem like <laughs> they more seem like the kind who will, if you start a rumor and get everyone talking about it, they may just go along with it because they don't want to be the odd man out. Yeah. And when you Power get a bunch suggestion, of, yeah, drunken fools will fight over anything, usually, especially ones that feel that they have too much power already. Or, well, they wouldn't feel it, but 
Donovan lets out a large sigh and says, How are we going to turn people against something that can tell when people are lying to it? Well, I mean, it'll be plenty hard, and honestly, I don't know if it'll even be possible, but at this point, I'm really just banking on anything that we could possibly do to help out Louis. Maybe we get them drunk at the bar and start putting the information out there, but... Also, rumors are rumors, and that to them is their own truth because that's what they believe. It's not necessarily matters, I think, if it's a lie or the truth because it's their truth. Well, they've got to be talking about it, the fact that their de facto leader was just led away in cuffs. It wouldn't be hard to stoke that fire. It could have been any of them. At the same time, you said it yourself. They all fear this Inquisitor. Fear is a very strong tool in keeping people in line. Well, maybe we don't need to kill him. We just need to find some way to bring him down a peg. I mean, it's a long shot, but if we can figure out some way to dull the powers of the Inquisitor and make a public display of it, perhaps the people will, I don't know, maybe not take him as seriously. Maybe they could think he's lying about being an Inquisitor. Anger is... It's also not a bad idea. I mean, I have no idea how we do it, but... I do also think that the the idea of just undermining him by getting Louis out of there and making sure that everybody in the town knows that he managed to break free or was freed, I think that will that will inspire a lot of people to maybe question how much power the Empire really has over them. Shadow looks up from what she's going through and is like, and I bet Maximus could help us with some ideas to bring him down a peg. What, the weird little butterfly man? Yeah, he's really good at tricks. You didn't tell him your last name, did you? <laughs> <laughs> last name? Everybody cover your nipples up. Make sure you still got them. <laughs> Wait. Um. There's, there's something in here. This. Sorry, that was me. <laughs> oh, I was running. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> there's a page here in my, my mother's old old book, uh, a recipe. It seems hastily scribbled, and I'm having a hard time deciphering notes, but it's it's an oil of slaying. Um, I, I haven't heard of the, these ingredients, but if I'm reading this right, this could really hurt. A specific person. Like, a specific person that we designate, or...? Well, one of the ingredients is a piece of... of... hair or a drop of blood from the person, so I think it would be very, very difficult. I don't know if it helps, but... If possible, we could maybe cater to really trying to hurt this person. Maybe, maybe I don't know exactly how this works, and a lot of this is scribbled out, but uh, 
it's it's something. Is it something that we could brew on site, or do we need a lab for it? Well, I do have a lab. Um, I'm just wondering if we make it most of the way and then bring it with us and get a piece of hair from this Inquisitor or something. Can we just add it to the potion and it'll work? No, I would have to. It would have to be brought back here. I'd have to. It it needs a piece of hair and and something called a a, a hate spite. I, but I've never heard of something like that before. It sounds like it may be something religious. Oh, would you maybe know of anything? Uh, I could definitely. I might. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead and give me a religion check. If you're gonna go the religious routes, you could also I... give me a nature check. Uh... And anybody can do this too. It's not limited. Can, to... can I do a nature? Yeah. Okay. Or even an arcana check. Any any sort of knowledge checks if you guys wanna. Okay, I think I actually might go with arcana because I have a better arcana than nature. Shadow fighting. I'm gonna cast guidance searching. on you. Um, I mean, speaks pike sparks our interest. I mean, yeah, you find a bunch of glass and strange liquids. Nothing. This this all seems a bit different from how it was when you first got here. It's all kind of organized, and I think you sort of get sharply yelled at by Kel a little bit. Like, don't <laughs> get that out of order. Those are my solvents. Stop breathing on it. Don't huff that shadow. You're going to get high. <laughs> That's um, my weed. <laughs> That's a 13 on Arcana. Okay. Did you roll bow? Yeah, I got a 14 for religion. Okay. So with Arcana, a 13, you don't know of hate spite, but you do know an oil of slaying is a rare poison that when brewed correctly and applied correctly to a weapon and or or whatever means of uh, ingestion um it can kill outright kill or or really really hurt a person who it's specifically brewed for however if it's used on anybody else it has no effect um with a 14 religion um, you know that hate spite is a plant. You don't exactly know where it grows, but you know that there's a couple of darker religions that kind of have hate spite as, as sort of a, a religious sort of unholy offering to, to specifically lords of death, uh, lords of destruction, uh, gods of, uh, demon princes uh uh devils things like that like it's a very potent plant to sort of represent evil hate death things like that could i if star mentions it's a poison roll with proficiency because of my poisoner's kit sure i do mention natural 20 Hell yeah. <laughs> for whatever proficiency is right now, for 22. Okay, so natural 20. So 
you're sort of flipping through your poisoner's kit and there is a, a drawing of hate spite. It's this sort of reddish, like long fern. Um, and you read a little blurb about it and it is a very, very rare plant that is only found in, no, uh, in really specific conditions. It requires a corpse flower. I found something here about it needing a corpse flower. Anyone know what that is? If anybody wants to give me a nature check, they can possibly find that out. I'll try. Also, would I know if I saw something like that in Anara's Grove? Uh, you did not. I got 15. Anara's Grove was insanely beautiful. Uh, nothing that was probably called a corpse flower. Um, with a 15, you know that it is a flower that grows usually on old rotten battlefields, something like that, and it it's sort of a flower that will encompass and digest different corpses over time. <laughs> what a- Any battlefields near here that Flint would know of? Give me a history check. I know where someone died in the woods, and I go there and there'll be one. We also killed a bunch of <laughs> goblins not too far from here. But. Mm-hmm. Twelve. There's also a lot of undead stuff around here, though. I don't know if corpse flowers have any, like, relation to that. Uh, with the twelve, you don't know any specific locations here. Sure. Did the fifteen <clears throat> do anything? The fifteen nature check? Yeah. That explained what kind of what a corpse flower is and where to find it. Oh. Uh, Do, does Jurgen know anything? Is he here? Jurgen has left, but you could ask him. Um, I was actually thinking that it might be worth going to see Inara. Plus, I there I do want to show you guys this beautiful place, and she wanted to meet you. So, well, okay. So, what I think is probably our best set of moves that we do now. How far are we away from town? Also, is it? Has the resistance wrangled up like any mounts or horses or anything yet? Potentially while we're gone. I don't think there so. There was the horse that was near the body that Razor Claw mm-hmm. killed. Yes, There's but the I spider. don't. There is the spider. There's but... Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, how far? How far? How far are we away from town? A couple hours again. Okay, so I'm thinking that maybe me and Star go try to have a chat with Yelena. Maybe we can secure. Her piece of something of this Inquisitor to brew this thing, and then you guys can go try and figure out the other components. Well, Split the party, like we yeah. Have, we have yeah. a few a few problems. Uh, there's um, shit, what's his name? Leafy Wiener. There's Louie, who oh. we gotta help ASAP. I mean, right away. Uh, we also... Are outnumbered, maybe? We don't know how many they got. What about those um, people they were working really hard? We could go free them. They might help. Yeah, also also not a bad idea. I mean, we could always use more hands. There's also, um, you know, those uh, Hell Riders were really scary. But one of them left to follow Terra here. And, you know, Razorclaw took him out no problem. Maybe we just got to get them to come out. Separating them and taking them on one at a time is they're a lot less of a threat when they're not in a group. So I agree with you there. Yeah, that's indeed. true. These are our woods at this point. We we've we know this area. 
This is basically our home right now. And you know, I'm no stranger to sneaking into the camp at this point. <laughs> uh, it's probably 8 p.m. Okay. Should we do this under the cover of darkness, or should we... Should we maybe take this and stew over it for the night? I don't know if we have the time. Yeah, very true. I do have... Um, you are well, really hurt as well, Flint, so keep that in mind. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, well, Groth and Kella, um, if we were going to... It's, we don't have to focus on this immediately, but if we were <laughs> going to do this with the oil, um, say we get everything right, we have the oil with us, do you think that the two of you could work together somehow to make a sort of like a poisoned weapon, but essentially what I'm thinking here is a dagger that has the vial on the end of it, perhaps, so when you cut or stab, it just goes directly in. Maybe a arrow that has it tied to where it would break upon impact. Something like that. I mean, that. it's a poison. You can just apply yeah, it. Yeah, you to can a apply weapon, it right? to your weapon. Okay. I was okay. going to ask that because you said ingest earlier. And I was like, do they have to? Because you're like, apply I meant, it to the like, weapon, but then they have to ingest fuck it. Fuck you. So Here, drink this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Swallow no. this club. <laughs> Not please. ingest, but I was like also a hoping for injury. a cool weapon. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. fuck off, but whatever. <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. Also, it should probably be noted uh, Groth is not in the room. Why are you not in the room? Uh, this is the first time that we've been back since Rascal Cave. Groth is outside, like, furiously melting down goblin weapons and oh, right. refitting goblin armor and shit like that. Just, like, really oh, so honing we've never heard down him to a point. more silent and in our lives, and we're just like, where, wait, where the fuck is he? <laughs> and then you realize, you hear, like, doom, 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 we're like, what do you think, Groth? And then you just hear that sound, and then we're like, I just ah. took six Adderall. I'm fucking focused as fuck. <laughs> I think one of those berries Jurgen gave me was a little different. <laughs> oh shit, Jurgen's like flying back. Oh shit, I gave him the acid berries. Uh oh, injury. <laughs> turn around. Turn around. I forgot that uh, he was like on the owl and i was like why is he flying he's boom getting hit with <laughs> tree branches ah, this is the worst acid trip of my life <laughs> so far <laughs> the, the, the owl's not even flying it's just a big owl running through the woods <laughs> that back. Oh, God. Imagine, imagine seeing that dear god all right well star do you want to should we make an excursion maybe should bring shadow with us i would like for us to stay together as much as possible this time. It was incredibly stressful to figure out what the fuck was going on without any of you. So we either need set plans this time before we all leave, or we just need to go together and do why certain don't, things. Why don't we go see Inara and then go to town? Yeah, is that is Inara's on the way to town? I think it's out of the way, but we could just do it first since we're already in the woods. Uh, yeah, or I think at least town, on, the way, on can... the way back. That, too, either way. If we don't make it away from town, though, then... I don't know. I just feel like town's more urgent. Yeah, well... I'm, I mean, unless we... we're all gonna <clears throat> run in there and go get Louie, then urgency is everything, but I, I, mean, I don't want to die, so... We have to assume that, at this point, the camp is compromised, too. Because, like, why wouldn't we just assume that he hasn't already spilled the beans? I mean, that's what I told you guys as soon as I landed, pretty right, much. Yeah. But 
I mean, my biggest thing here is we were all away from each other for so long. We barely have a plan, and we want to run back into town with the Inquisitor. No offense, that, but that's not a good idea. <laughs> that's the thing. Is like, when we get there, then what? Yeah, we could take the back foot and kind of just focus on building our defenses a little more. Also, I mean, we have the advantage of knowing that they know that that they're going to find out where we are. What? I, Bren? I was just going to say, Flint, you're so fucking lucky that Groth wasn't in the room to hear you suggest that Louis might have spilled the beans. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> well, is, is, is he pretty sure? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I got in and out with both you and Groth. I want to know what the hell is going on with Yelena. I feel like that's a piece of information that could only hopefully help us. So uh, Flint, Flint's very interested in figuring that out. I think if we're going to go to town, we need to make sure that it... We need to be prepared for the fact that there may not be an opening and it may not be a good idea to go in. We need to go scope that's and try our totally best, fine. but please nobody just rush in. We almost lost two of you. Um, yeah, at this point, Flint's gearing up. He's finding some leather armor to replace the stuff that he lost, and he's he's strapping in and strapping on. I think that um, that if we go, we should do both tasks in either order. Not, like, definitely scout it out, get a grip, and if we're coming back, come with people who want, are willing to fight with our potion with our poison let's let's walk and talk do we all want to start just heading towards town and figure it out on the way does that sound like a good loose ish plan i mean we can start walking and talking uh but you know how about i just go in and i'll scope it out and if i can get louis great if not i'll come back you are quite the badass you guys can wait on the outside (laughs) i could see you doing that Star will, I mean, well, we, we need to go talk to Groth, too, and see what he's doing in all this, too. I mean, we can't just be like, okay, Groth, we're going, because he's probably... Well, let's see. Yeah. He's probably getting super... He's like, nah. but, uh, <laughs> Also... Flint does want to ask Kella if she might have a health potion or something that he could snag. All right. Uh, yeah, I have this one, but this is my last one. You guys have been kind of using these. <laughs> yeah, we have, and we will continue to need more. So if you can make more, that'd be great. Thanks. Yeah, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get paid enough for this shit. Uh, Don't get paid at all. Woo! <laughs> Star wants to uh, take the opportunity to not. She's not gonna like crouch down and talk to Shadow because she has more respect for her than that. <laughs> she is going to say, "Hello, like, little she, girl." Like, <laughs> Would you like some candy? Would you like some candy? It's in the back of my van. <laughs> um, she'll say, I do trust you, and you are very good at being sneaky, and you're also very smart. Something that I need you to understand and take into consideration is that you are an important part of this party. A lot of us would likely do pretty crazy things to protect you and save you. And I think we all know that you can pretty well take care of yourself, but you're part of our group. So just keep that in mind. All right? I think that's the best thing about our group, 
is I think we would all do something pretty crazy to save each other. I guess not all of us has smuggled two, like, grown-ass men out of a place that they were, um, not, <laughs> should not be, so. I mean, it's just kind of like hide-and-seek. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're talking to, we heading outside, talking to Groth. Groth, we're heading back to town. Okay. <laughs> are you staying here, or are you coming with us? Oh, yeah, oh, I got some stuff to do here. The next time I go to Brambleton, either me or that Inquisitor is going to be dead. We are going to try to bust Louie out. I don't know if that changes your opinion or not. I don't know if I could be trusted not to blow that. <laughs> well, get some things in order and perhaps we should set up a meeting point. But I don't know. If you are going to come just... Be aware that things may have gone all sideways again like they did last time. Just be careful. Hopefully we'll come back unscathed and with Louie in tow, but I don't know. If you need to get somewhere fast, maybe William can help. If you think I'd be of value with you, I will go. But you're trying to do this quiet i'm not ready for quiet yet brother we have no idea what our plan is so we're just gonna figure it out on the way so you might as well come with us tanner how much uh how much smithing do you think i've managed to get done since the end of that meeting roll me a smithing check Ooh. can i try to <laughs> hustle and grab see if anyone has any type of skill that can at least keep the process kind of going like just trying to find someone Unfortunately, the only thing? the only person who had that skill was Louis. Oh, 13. I think you know your team by now enough to know that. Um, 13, you've managed to do a lot of smelting and sort of breaking down of materials, but I th think as hard as you were working, you were also kind of in your own head, um, preventing you from doing a whole lot of kind of sophisticated work. And, and again, I think you sort of kind of nailed it on the head of like, breaking things down, maybe hammering out some basic armor, but, like, you almost used it as therapy to hit something more than anything else. Oh, that's not almost. <laughs> right. Could we say, or do you know if while Shadow is looking through all those things, if she found anything that looked like a poison? Kella would have offered up poison to you. You, you didn't find... To a like, child? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Here, take this so you stop touching all my shit. Kella's only a couple <laughs> years older than me. Come on. That's true. Sure. But at this point, Kella's gone through everything in the lab and has offered anything. So stop okay. ransacking so her lab add, for loot. I can add a poison to my inventory. Why did I? No, that's not what I said. <laughs> you just said she would have given me a poison. She would have, yes. <laughs> we haven't left she... yet. Go back and ask. She doesn't so have any poisons. Any... I didn't see anything that looked like a poison? No. So what we're going to do is go back, um, sit Kella down, tie her up, and be like, you need to give us the poison. I, we know, <laughs> we know you can't. High. She's tied up. <laughs> Does she have any glue? I think no. we should just turn on each other now. <laughs> like, you, you say glue? Yeah. What about acid? Does she have any acid? <laughs> oh, my God. You're not um, getting anything else. I was being like, do you have any glue? <laughs> 
Do you have glue? Do you have poison? Do you have acid? Yeah, just every time she picks up nothing, she's like, don't touch it. She asks if you have something else. <laughs> Do you have any games on your phone? That's funny. I was watching you gra- be grabbing everything. Just like, grab. Yeah. Um, I was, before I forget, I wanted to say that the, when I said I was looking around for a person to like, not do Groth's job, just like maybe help fit armor while we're away or like prep, help prep for when he's back or like that kind of thing, not like do that. No, I know. I'm just the only person with any experience at a forge with weapons and armor other than maybe wearing it in battle was Louie. Oh, and honestly, yeah. I don't, we were just... correct me if I'm wrong, Groth, but I don't think you would want somebody just fucking around in your forge who you don't even, you know, know their knowledge. Yeah, probably. Also, um, I wanted to say that it might be beneficial to also go to Anara's group because... Wait, does the owl reside there? Do we even know? You have no idea. Um, was to if find... See if we can, like, contact her, find her again. Because an aerial view, or because you can speak with animals, she could have an aerial view and see... Like, get a count, maybe. People. Possibly. We could see. You could probably do that with, like, any bird, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't probably. know if birds are capable of counting. I'm not sure. Could could we try to get some venom from William? <laughs> I mean, if you want <laughs> to go through tonight. this thing. Like, are you guys leaving tonight or are you staying here? Because if you're going to try and right extract now. venom from a spider that you kind of know, it's going to be an all-night thing. DM doesn't want to give us anything. <laughs> Let's all go to our death. Don't want to give you anything. You're like, do you have poison? Do you have acid? Do you have, like, Jesus. You have, you guys are a resistance based out of an <laughs> old alchemy lab that was overrun with, with plants. a spider helping us. I'm going to go get my, I'm going to go get my Ferrari out of the garage. A giant spider <laughs> helping you is not how I would describe that a giant spider kind of lives near it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That nobody but Star can communicate with. It, but Kella gets along with him. Kella feeds him. <laughs> I don't think that means he's like, I will squirt venom into whatever glass <laughs> you put in front of me for you because I love you. <laughs> She's already gotten venom from him a few times. Yeah, we almost died the, la- the very last time. <laughs> yeah, that I was going to say, I don't know if it was like a very straightforward process. <laughs> a bunch of them. Oh, I'm going to cast oh. my vote that we had to in ours grow first. Um... And I don't well, know. how close to how close to daylight is it? Because it'd be better to scout at night. It's like nine p.m. Yeah, it's like nine p.m. So we'd have time to get to Nars Grove and go scout at night. Yeah, probably. It's like yeah. three hour walk in Nars Grove, somewhere in the middle of that. Probably be about two hours to Nars Grove, and then about two hours from there to the town. All right. Yeah, so let's, head like to, let's head to the grove. If we don't talk at all. If you get to an Aris Grove and immediately turn around and leave. Hello. Goodbye. What time does the sun rise? You don't know it's that. What do you midnight. Want? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows that. Have you ever actually seen the sun rise before? Yeah, it rises at like 631 right now. How do you know that? Is that through your intuition I... or your smartphone? It's because I wake <laughs> up and I see it. And you're like, look at the clock, 631. Mark it down. Yep. Write that down. Yep. <laughs> okay, who's, who's everyone voting for? Are we going to Anara's Grove or are we going to the town? Let's think, go to Anara's Grove. Uh, so. Groth doesn't I give a shit, but he's Shadow going back. Shadow 
doesn't want to wait, but if you guys coax her, she'll go along. Oh, it's on. It's kind of on the way, sort of, right? Didn't we say that? No. Yeah. No. No, it's not. No. So how long is it? Is it three hours to town and then two hours to an hours grove and it then two it hours? Adds to an oh hour God. to our travel time. Fuck. Groth Jesus is going Christ. back inside and fucking telling Donovan that he's coming with. Donovan. Time for outing number two, buddy. Oh, God. We gotta go. You gotta see some shit. Donovan's like, okay, real quick, Kella, do you have any acid? <laughs> do you have any poison? Hey, Kella, do you have any more glue? Like weed that you were letting me some glue. <laughs> what about a, uh, smoke a bomb of weed? Spray paint? Smoke are, those light, are those highlighters that smell really good? <laughs> If we don't have a glue, do we have a horse? We can go back and get that horse and melt so it down. Uh, <laughs> Kella, do you have a 3DS I can borrow? <laughs> hey, Kella, do you, uh, do you have a, like, a PS5? Do you have a like simplified a Chinese keyboard? <laughs> hey, do you have another string thing broke? Kella, do you have any dog urine? <laughs> Kella, can I borrow your car? I gotta run five to dog the urines. H Mart for ramen. Okay, all right. I'm gonna go to Maximus and be like, "Hey, Maximus, he's dead. You want to, you want to come help us <laughs> grab trouble in, in town?" <laughs> oh, you know I can't leave. Okay, okay, but what if like Kella and all the others watch the door for for just tonight? Nope, swore my <laughs> life and eternity, and he's talking to you like hanging upside down. Oh, okay. <laughs> what if there's candy? There's never candy. True. I didn't have any candy anyways. I knew it. I can smell a liar. <laughs> and it smells like candy, candy. ironically. Hey, I didn't say I had it. I just said what if. You already admitted your life. The DM wants you to advance the plot, so I'm not going with. <laughs> so Fucking you're going to stick to the Skyrim thing? I was an adventurer like you. <laughs> I was an adventurer like you until God told me to stand still. <laughs> okay. Well, wish me luck. Never should have come here. Sorry. Can I get some of your fairy fire? No. <laughs> <laughs> gonna rip all my eyelashes out. Sorry. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Wait until we have a twitch for uh, that. Shit. Yeah. You guys are headed to Anaris Grove. Bo, give me a survival check with advantage to see if you can find your way back. Oh shit. We're gonna waste the whole night getting lost in the woods. <laughs> you already wasted the whole night. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> that might be accurate, yes. Yeah, I got 10, so... No, 10's not bad. Okay, so you start walking in the direction you think Anara's Grove is, and you go maybe an hour. Keep going. You feel like you might be in the right direction, but everything looks so... so dark and so hard to read, and you keep going and you keep going, and after another hour passes, we're sitting at about 10 o'clock at night... You realize you don't have the trail. Shadow just starts yelling, Inara! Razorclaw! Let's see. How you start yelling, Inara and Razorclaw? Mm-hmm. What are you rolling? What is that? I'm not. Stop I was it. just testing my dice. I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fucking liar! Okay. Uh, I don't remember how to do anything on here. Can I try and cast animal... Or speak with animals or whatever. Okay. Give me a perception check. No, I just want to cast it blindly. Ah, nine. Okay, with a nine, 
real quick before we get into the nitty gritty of anything ever, uh, this is Flint. Did you mm. want to take a long rest or not long rest, uh, short rest? Because we could we could retroactively say any time you were at. Um, I mean, we were talking I for mean, a yeah, while, I'm not right? Say no to that. Yeah, I mean, huh? could, could Flint just ride cross shoulders and take a? I was short also rest I was actually course. thinking that too. <laughs> no, you can you can in, in hindsight give yourself a short rest for. Any of you can for being at the lab. I mean, essentially, like talking isn't, you know, you can sure. you rest and such. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Do all of us get it or just him? Anybody who wants him. Sick. This is short, not a long. Yeah, short, not a long. Oh, sorry, too long rest? That would be the. I hate all of you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you're looking around, Star. You're looking for an animal, trying to get some directions. The shadow is like, Inara! And... Oh, we actually did that? I, I feel yeah, like one I of us would have been it. like, no, don't do that. <laughs> one of you is going to say, no, don't do that to Shadow, who God himself cannot control. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you told me to stop, I would. Yeah, I, I think Star's like... Er, we we should really try to be quiet. We have no idea who's roaming the woods. Regardless, already happened. Great. Yeah. And you're looking around and you notice no animals, no squirrels, no raccoons, no possums, no owls. Good job, Shadow. You scared up all the game. By the way, DM, I have dark vision 120 feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys just let me get through the fucking end of the episode. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but you notice in the waning moon a flickering of light as if something flies between you and the reflective moonlight. And you look in, up in the air and see two large winged creatures circling the party. We'll pick this up next time. <laughs> On the re-roll podcast. You guys know we could have fought those things tonight? <laughs> I hope you're proud you of could have done a lot of things tonight. <laughs> Everybody... We could have. We could have made you so knew, much progress. You knew this was a planning episode. There's no way that's going fast. <laughs> Is that who? What? Tanner. What do you mean what? Tanner there definitely <laughs> had to be some planning this episode, especially everyone wanting to be like, oh, let's go fucking save Louie fucking the, falls in the, the wall. The great thing about that is we still don't Let's go save Louie. All urgency. Kella, can I ransack every square inch of this alchemy lab? <laughs> we need stuff to save Let's them. go get the poison out glue, of Louie. Tanner. Maximus, what are you doing tonight? Can <laughs> I go party? Where's that cat at? Where's that cat? Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media? Listen to another episode or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all of our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright, as well as the Chronicles of Rel main theme. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.